today, princely nine-point gain on the day. That's 0.000 something percent. Uh, Siboni Sungomalo is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group on the line to us from Cape Town this evening. That wasn't the big story of the day. Perhaps falling oil prices are a big story of the day. Perhaps a st- stable currency is the big story of the day. Or perhaps it is Tungela Resources or perhaps it is the APSA results. Let's start with APSA, Siboni, so this evening. A, a good set of numbers. Any problems that you saw? Yes, good evening, Bruce, and good evening with your listeners. No. Bruce, we are a significant shareholder in APSA, and our clients are happy. Um, I think this is a very good result. We saw headline earnings up about 27.4%, um, and, uh, and that was brilliant. We see what is called pre-provision um, uh, profits, which is the provision, profits obviously before you add the bad debts that banks actually every now and then uh, make. Uh, we saw that up 22.6%. I mean, this is significantly now higher than what we saw in the comparable half before COVID. So it's very strong recovery from APSA, very strong performance, um, and a great start, and a fantastic dividend. And Bruce, the one thing we're also seeing about the South African banks, they've got great balance sheets. You heard Ari talking about very conservative, strong balance sheets. Um, South African corporates are very strong. They're cash flush, so they can borrow. They're not borrowing enough, though. South African consumers are all right. Um, but obviously there's the concern and the uncertainty of rising rates and inflation. Um, but a good place to be, South African banks, and this was a very strong set of results from APSA. Uh, when you look at the banking landscape, APSA has always had a lower rating than the rest of the banking sector for a whole range of reasons. Are we seeing a yes. re-rating of APSA, playing catch-up perhaps with the, with the rest of the banking sector? Ari Rotenbach, as chief executive, is a, an experienced hand at the tiller? Yes, Bruce, this particular result is the kind of result that a colleague of mine, Nilash, said, this is the result that APSA has been, we've been waiting for APSA to deliver. Really, really strong, compelling result. And if you look at the return, banks, are, in terms of valuation, they're, they're measured on return on equity. And APSA's normalized return on equity is 17.7% on this result, close to 18%. Given the capital that they are holding, this is a material return. And for it to marginally be trading above book value, there's lots of value in this one, Bruce. This is one to hold. And we that's, certainly are. That's a good view on that one. Tungela Resources. Now, coal is not flavor of the month in the world anymore, if it ever was. Banks are declining to fund new projects. Tungela Resources is returning billions to shareholders. It's producing record profits, and it's seeing extraordinary demand for its products, thanks to mostly the invasion of Russia on Ukraine and the energy crisis that has sparked. Yes. I mean, Bruce, every now and then, you know, the financial investment landscape um, tends to employ very, very smart people. But every now and then a share comes along that defies all of that intelligence, and this is one of them. When um, Tungela was unbundled um, from, 20, I think, the 7th of June, 2021, um, it was unbundled, I think, at around 25 rand. It, the same day, I think it fell to about 20 rand. And obviously today, this is about 280 or so rand. Um, it's up more than 10 times. Um, that's called a 10-bagger in my world. And if you look at this particular result. So think about it. The share pr- Today, they paid out a dividend of 60 rand. The share price a year and a bit ago um, was 20 rand. I mean, these are extraordinary returns. And yet, if you look at the fundamentals, um, the total coal production was down 29% year on year. 
um, export volume was down 15% because actually Transnet is getting in the way of them realizing even more money. So, Bruce, if everything has functioned appropriately, they would have even made more money. And that is extraordinary for um, a commodity that nobody likes, but it's turned out to be exceptionally profitable. Um, And that... If you happen to be one of the geniuses or one of the lucky ones who bought the shares, who had the foresight, and you've got lucky with 10 times on your money in a year, do you sell 90% of your shares and hold on to the original value of your investment, or do you say invested? It's a tough one, Bruce, because if you look at the coal price, the coal price, yeah, it was pretty stable, and then Russia invaded Ukraine, and the price obviously directly went up. And so, therefore, in analyzing any commodity companies, everyone always wants to talk about demand. But demand isn't that important. It's all about supply when you talk about any commodity, coal, coal, gold, coal, whatever it is that you want to talk about, pay attention to supply. And so with Russia being invaded, and Russia is a key component to the energy markets um, around the world. And so that supply coming off stream or people having doubts about buying Russian supply has obviously created less supply Demand is stayed the same, and actually, well, everyone's worried about the European uh, winters that are coming, so demand should increase, and in that, then you're going to get an inflection point and the prices have risen. So therefore, you would keep it if you believe prices are sustainable where they are, or the conditions that have created these prices stay where they are. Um, And if that's the case... And if you believe, critically, and this is probably more critical than anything that Tungela Resources can do, if you believe that, you know, uh, Transnet has got the trains and the capacity and the signaling and the people to get the coal from the mines to the ports, onto the ships, and to the market. That is the most, that's the biggest constraint right now, isn't it? That requires a leap of faith, Bruce. I mean, I think if you look at state-owned entities in South Africa and their ab- ability to deliver, um, I think that's been chronically disappointing. And so that requires a lot more faith. Um, in terms of delivering that. And so a disappointing performance from um, the rail agencies, um, but nonetheless, the company did exceptionally well. Sibuniso, thank you. Sibuniso Ngomalo, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. We'll pick up on that delivery issue because it's absolutely pivotal. You can dig as much of your commodity out of the ground as you like.